Welcome to the All Man Podcast. We're having casual conversations through the lenses of three different perspectives. Neither is he. All that shit. I am the Tony Davis. I guess we ain't getting no warning shots. Michael Andrew DeBrand. Man, I told y'all 10 minutes ago. And I'm Wayne. Hashtag, I'm putting my headphones on. Yeah. Motherfucker having conversation with crackheads. Hey, this nigga hey, having hey. therapy session with the homie. Yeah, yeah. It's so just me by myself. On. Okay. All day. You got on, you're on my. You're I just on want it. you to know you're. Oh you're my on gosh. Your, your foot is in the. There you go, buddy. No, you're good. My guy. Hey, Paisan. Where that foot at? Who's that? They ask. Just need you to know. All right. So, <laughs> did you get the topics, Wayne? So, di- I-, I asked Dave to resend them because his note was Jesus. locked. So. Y'all can't do shit right, man. Anyway, what did I send to the group chat? Does anybody have my notes? I do have your notes, sir. Thanks. Anyway. Oh, he sent them. Ha. Oh, that's what's up. All right, here we go. So, Thanks, Dave. <laughs> and we're at the live at the 404 Thanks, Smoke man. Shop. That's good, Ken. Uh, Camp, Camp Creek location. Since I'm, try- I'm trying to redeem myself, apparently, since I can't do anything right. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into it. <laughs> You could have had that whole conversation on, and we could have had the snippet. You, you so could Nick, have. So, no, not I could have. You got to be thinking when you hear. Be present, homie. Uh, this is a two-way conversation. They have no idea what we're talking about, by the way. It doesn't matter. Funny. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. If you was fucking preaching, I need that to be on, on, on live or something. What he's saying is, content. Andrew, okay. is that um, the game is to be sold, not told. Uh, apparently. And that's that's true. Just locks. Uh, apparently. Anywho, uh, read the um, read the joint. So uh, Dave sent us a question, and essentially it's a broader topic. But um, he has some questions that he's gonna initially send in a moment. But his initial topic was: if being a man couldn't be taught, what would be some of the questions or actions that you would ask in the process of trying to find out about manhood? If it couldn't be taught or if I can't answer or if it wasn't like if there wasn't uh, an official structure what, where there would isn't. you where would you start? At the All Man Podcast. That is a good one. <laughs> I wasn't I was going to be facetious but that is a good way to start. I think um, we talk about it a lot, about getting close to, like, a big homie, um, someone who is mentor-esque, um, someone that you know and trust, but not so much someone that you favor. Favor in the sense of, oh, man, that that guy's really cool, but more so like, hey, man, that guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. He's got his shit together. You know what I mean? Like, because I think what happens is as men or as people, we have a tendency to become attracted to things that entertain us and uh, encourage us in the way we think we need to be encouraged. And inadvertently, it puts us in a position where we become compromised. Because we really need somebody who's going to be an outside thinker for us, who's going to try to challenge us more so than anything. <clears throat> oh, okay. We got dead air right now. Uh, if you, I need. I don't. I don't. Is that what we're doing? What's happening? All right. I, I'm. Yes. Uh, I thought you was going to go when you said no. okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you looking at us? Uh, looking at a situation, if it couldn't, if you had to go somewhere else to, to do it, I would kind of agree with you. Uh, try to find, uh, (laughs) try to find someone that you think you want to live life like, and then you, you go to that person and, and say, Hey, we're having technical difficulties. I'm sorry. Again. Um, okay. and say, hey, will you help me? Yeah. Because your, your alternative is to try to, you know, 
roll the dice, and that's not something that, from experience, I would ever want to do again. Yeah, I would love to ha- to have someone t- you know take me under their wing. Hell, even now I'm like, hey man, where are you trying to go? This is how you get there. Yeah. Where is it, is it shame in that? Yeah, yeah. Not mm-hmm. going front. Why? Why is that shameful? I think it's just like any, I think it's just like anything else, especially when you're you hear state. I've heard. I'm gonna speak for myself. I heard statements o- over time. I'm a grown up. I'm an adult. I'm a grown ass insert yeah. man, woman, or whatever the fuck you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, by this age, you should be like this, or by you know, such and such at thirty was already at this level. Yeah, and so you think that your beats in life need to be that way as well. Sure. So going to um, another man asking for help on how to be a man, not like, oh, will you help me with my business? Will you help me do one more, you know, one more rep? It's will you help me be a better man? I think that I think there's duality in that, though. I think that when we essentially ask for help, it's about being a better person, inadvertently being a better man. I agree. I didn't say that I won't do it. I still no, no, feel no, no, shameful no. about I, it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Because I think that I'm supposed to be perfect, like a lot of people out there. I think I'm supposed to be the Instagram person. I'm perfect, just like my pictures. But you don't see the 50 that I took before. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, you know. And I think going to someone else is the 50, you know, it's the 49 pictures that you took before how trying long, to get there. How long do you feel like it takes to snap out of that? I, I think cons- feeling. I think consistency, this, uh, dedication, because it can happen overnight. You can say, you know what, I just don't give a shit about everybody else. I yeah. care about me, and this is what I want to do to better my life. Yeah. And there you go. That's it. That's it. And stay disciplined wor- with that. Right, there, and just be disciplined. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to worry about this. Hey, this job isn't working for me. I'm going to make my exit strategy. This relationship isn't working for me. I'm going to make my exit strategy even though she's perfect. Yeah. Even though he's, you know, this is what I said I wanted in a man, but this is not the man that I want. Bounce. You know, if if you know, if it's a woman, but we're talking yeah. about dudes, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went on a tangent. No, 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 no. It makes sense. It's still relevant. Um Michael Andrew, what do you, what do you, what are your what's your input input if you have any? Uh I think so for the well, two things. Two things. Two things. Uncle, Uncle Tony's definitely in the building today because uh, he grouchy than a motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> but um, I think that the first the first aspect is, especially young black kids are not taught about mentorship. Um, we have coaches that end up a lot of times being our mentors for everything, mm. even though they don't know what the fuck they're talking about and certain other things. <laughs> I mean, just I'm saying, you get your basketball coach and he a black man who looks, you know, who looks like you and you're like, Hey, you know, coach, I need help with that with the algebra. He be like, "Shit, you got a goddamn <laughs> shit." Hey, uh, uh yeah. you ain't called your math teacher. Be like, the math teacher said, Da-da-da-da. "I'll talk to him." You know, yeah, right. Right. I'll and then be like, him. "Look, uh, I get with him." You know, <laughs> right. yeah, like I ain't shit. I ain't got shit for you. Or, hey, like, how do I talk to this girl? You need your coach ain't dated in. 10 years like he ain't got no eyes listen listen young blood here's what you need to go do you need to go run up to her right and then no 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 you take your pen and pad don't forget your pen and pad, right, pen like, and pad. Pen and pad. Nigga, we got phones that, that I don't store numbers now fucking stationary right. so, hey, so you go to the discotheque right whoa <laughs> discotheque whoa put put in your eight track you like first of all what kind of car are you driving like right what so i think that is that instead of having and then also having diversification when it comes to mentorship. So I have a mentor when it comes to clothing. For me, I have a mentor who who passed uh, about a year ago at this point for life conversations. I have a, um, so I'm looking for new mentors, but I have mentors um, when it comes to business. I So it's about having these dynamics for uh, guidance and, and leadership within that within that space that will will help you one and not just one person because nobody nobody is the the end all be all if you read rich dad poor dad you know robert kiyosaki loved his poor dad but he had a different experience with his rich dad and the mentorship therein. the second aspect of that as far as being afraid to ask for help 
comes with the not the, afraid, not afraid, or or hesitant or just uh, ashamed, ins- ashamed, insecure. Uh, you know, any one of those adjectives or those descriptors. What I've what I've uh, found is that that is also taught. Um, because you don't see that in other cultures. You don't see that in other spaces where everybody else has a mentor. I got into this jewelry game and my mentor put me on to X, Y, Z or put me into this connection because sometimes the mentorship is not about teaching. Sometimes the mentorship is about, um, relationships, furthering relationships and just simply saying, listen, here's three or four guys that you should be interacting with that you should know, or that you should meet so that they can give you guidance on these different types of things. When it comes to manhood, the last aspect there, uh, or I've I've read books recently because I was studying women for six to seven years. I'm on this man, uh, on the man's journey right now. And a great book that I read was talking about a lot of men focusing on being good men instead of being good at being a man. And I thought that that was super profound. Uh, because a lot of men are not good at being men. And so I want to dig deeper. I'm not going to ask this dude for mentorship, but I can be mentored in a in a way by procuring some more books. And so I think that that's the other thing is, even if you're too ashamed to ask, have you started to seek out research? Have you started to hop online? That's the beautiful thing about what YouTube has provided. Um you know, and and these different search forms and things of that nature, there's a bit of anonymity there, so you don't have to feel as ashamed in doing that. So does the shame in general, because I think we're all in agreement from that perspective that there is some uh, portion of shame in wanting to find guidance for whatever reason, but how big is a how big of a deterrent is that if you're on your journey? If you're on your journey, it shouldn't be anything. It should be like next to none. Because it, it well, I say if you're on your purpose, not just your journey. Um, it comes down to, is it, you know, hey man, Steaming Willie Beeman said it best. It's either going to be me or you, and it ain't going to be me. So I can't put my shame in front of my success or what I want to accomplish. Ooh, he, he sent him. All right, so cool. We're going to jump right into those. Yeah. Uh, first, how should a man carry himself on a daily basis? My. He has he has subs <clears> here. <throat> how to walk, how to talk, how to dress. All right. This will, this will be a great segue into um, some literature. Anywho, uh, you can find uh, Dress for Success, how to intimately align yourself. How far did I get? You... you fucked it up but i was trying to respond to, i was gonna let you go first with yours i mean oh, okay but my literature isn't about it's about how to walk and how to t- and start conversations oh, well, it's about how to talk it's and have integrity as a man as, as a man in a relationship how far did i get you say yours because you, you be fucking up my shit for, for a whole two years now just for si- so i'm gonna, I'm gonna hit one aspect of that tough is love <laughs> for sexual attraction um in this is dress for success how to intimately align your image and your identity so that it always leaves a lasting impact you i was, did say how to intimately align didn't i you you, you you said a portion of that, yeah, some, and then I stopped. Part of that. Yeah, you yeah, did. Then, yes, yeah, you didn't believe in yourself. Hamilton. So one part I, of being a man is believing in your goddamn self. <laughs> hey, I don't um, remember that damn paragraph. I got you know a paragraph myself. Hey, well, that's, listen, just be quiet. <laughs> listen, be that's quiet. a good. Hey, and all jokes aside, listen. Yes. Listen. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I think say it again for us. Not all jokes aside. Yeah. So you can get. Dress for success. How to intimately align your image with your identity to always leave a lasting impact at stylearchitects.com or you can get it on Amazon. Uh, the website for Style Architects will send it out. And if you want to get it from Style Architects, I can also autograph it for you. So if you're interested in that, you can do that. Don't forget that. It uh, is Herbie Hancock. <laughs> don't forget that the majority of the uh, proceeds are still going to the wonderful young lady on the cover whose son is fighting and winning the battle against leukemia. I think he's in full remission, but I'm still making sure that I support her because she didn't charge me a dime, and I want to bless her. So to let's go. get to this to, to New York Times bestseller status so she can get a whole lot of bread. There and I can go. work on the second book. <clears throat> <laughs> you know? um, so, yeah, get that. Hopefully it helps you, um, and it hits you to the heart where you can you know, take s- some great points from it. 
And then we can get where can we get your book? Uh, you can also find it on Amazon. It's Kings, Queens, and Stable Boys: Why Men Cheat: A Guide to a Better Relationship. Uh, also comes in an e-copy. Um, if okay. you want, if you want to understand how to talk as a man, at least in, in the form of a relationship, and it, and it does help personally, like within self. Yeah, because relationships aren't aren't just uh, exclusive to. No, you always have to start with self, but you do have to start the conversation one way or another. Um, and that's what it pretty much does. Uh, you have to ask yourself and answer, how do you want to be? Right. Um, that, which is, it's a, great, it's a great overall question to ask yourself as a person, not just as a man. But uh, my dad, God bless the dad, gave me a, a couple of tidbits uh, growing up. And I used them fundament- fundamentally in life uh, to structure some of the things that you're asking about, Dave, uh, and Dave is usually here on the show with us, but he's not this evening, so he sent questions. But one of the three things he would say is... Three things, two things plus one. Two things plus one. Um, he would make mention to, you should always have uh, two suits. Um, you should always carry a little bit of cash, and you should always have a decent timepiece. Now, in theory, I mean, my father told me this when I was like 12, 13 years old. And as I said before, fundamentally, you don't really understand that structure of what someone like that would say to you in those moments until you grow older and you have your own experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, First and foremost, a man having two suits um, is symbolic to me for preparation. It speaks to... There's always a time and a place for everything. You're going to have to go to a funeral. You're going to have to go to an interview. You're going to go have to, at some point, you're going to go to a business meeting. At some point, you're going to go out on a date. You're going to go to a wedding? You're going to go to a wedding. Right. Um, And whether these things are celebratory or you're in mourning or uh, it's out of sheer necessity, it's the preparation and being ready for those things. That's what I always took from that as I started to get older. He also said you should also keep cash on you. And a lot of people won't think that's relevant because we live in a uh, electronic currency day and age. Everything is automated. Everything is digital. Mostly cashless society. Right. Exactly. Thank you. That was, that was perfect. Um, and it's symbolic to that. It's symbolic to cash is king. It doesn't necessarily mean that you know, all these monikers and phrases and saying about cash being the root of all evil or cash being this and cash is the root of greed. It simply means the preparation of means and having such is a necessity for life. Right. Um, and lastly, always have a, a, a decent timepiece. Now, aesthetically, I fell in love with watches at a very young age, but to me, for me, it, for gave, me. it always gave an gave a essence of the saying, time waits for no man. Okay. Time, the it's no time like the present. Time is of the essence. Um, being able to keep track of your time helps you to be able to manage your time. And one of the most important things right now for me is understanding time is currency. Right. You cannot get time back. It's one of the only things you cannot get back. Once time has lapsed, that's it. Unless we got the DeLorean. You got that? I do not. Okay. Uh, or the any, or the flux capacitor or the five one point twenty one gigawatt. <laughs> That's right. I don't I don't have any of that. So those three things structurally help me to uh, mold a compass of life as a man, um, and I'm grateful for those things. But it it it's, it was really the bare bones, the skeleton, and what I took from that is what I took from that. Anybody can take anything else from it, but that's what I took from it. Right. And did he did he exemplify those things? He did very much so. So you always had a little bit of cash, had two. Oh, suits, for sure, for sure. Would be mad if I said I don't got no money. Boy, why ain't got no money? Told you. Then he pull out a couple dollars. Put this in your pocket, man. Don't be walking around here. You look at you ain't got nothing in your pocket. I think that that's the other side of of this conversation. So part of this, and this is why so why it's so important for fathers to be in. Engage because fathers create identities. Like we know who we are because of our fathers. 
for good, better, or worse, right? Um, we have this experience um, and this exemplification, like, or this this uh, this look that sure. we we look up to literally, like, when it comes to our fathers. We receive a lot of our love, usually nurturing and things from our mothers, or receive a lot of practicality and uh, implementing um, for who we are and how we're supposed to act from our father. So when your dad gets upset with you he's not mad he's just like i'm just trying to give you the game um and i'm trying to exemplify these things because this is how i act now for better or for worse if your dad is an alcoholic or he's dealing with these different types of issues he's teaching you how to be his version of a man yeah and so for dave how should a man walk talk and interact the hope is unfortunate and it's unfortunate when we don't have it that you should walk talk and move like your daddy on some level on a base level. Yeah. Right? Because that's who I learned it from. That's who I saw do those, those things every day. Um, now, if he wasn't good at it. And I push back on that anyway. Okay. And we talked about kids and rearing kids, raising them. Yeah. I, I've i given. You can only. I give direction to my children based on just what I know. And you mm-hmm. try to, you know, do your best. You don't right. know everything. Right. But I've always said these. We'll use the the slight. The, we'll use the easy term to say you, these are my kids, but okay. I don't own you. Eventually, one day you will become your own person, and in doing so, you need to figure out who that is. And as you grow, you may not agree with everything that I say. You mm-hmm. may agree with none of what I say. Right. But you have to walk, talk, hold your head up. Shoulders back, look people in the eye or look yourself in the eye in the mirror and say, hey, this is who I want to be and go that way. You want to be a fucking ballerina, a male dancer? Go do that shit. But you just said, and that's the that's the caveat right there. That's where we are in total agreement, even if it looks like we weren't. Put shoulders back, head up. If they don't agree or listen to anything else that you <laughs> that you say, head up, shoulders back, look people in the eye. I don't agree with that. And make sure they hear you when you say your name. Yeah. So I don't agree with none of that. I guarantee you, if they watched you enough, they watched Tony Davis enough, I'm still Tony Davis's child. Now, you're taking Khalil Gibrion's uh, perspective when he said, your parents are the bows, you are the arrows. All I can do is guide, mm. pull back, and let go, like, and see what is, happens. But yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> right. You're saying some profound shit and you didn't even know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been saying this shit for years, only because they're not my kids. Because you're, you're going to come to me one day, and I ain't going to have the answers, and you're going to look at me and say, yo, man, you had the answers all these other fucking times. No, I didn't. Tell me what to do. That's why I don't raise my kids that way. Yeah. And so that's and so in effect, you're still rearing and raising the children to think in a certain in a certain perspective. So for them, they may come back and start to think independently, critically. Uh, they may be contrarian. They yeah. so and you also have to remember that there's also your DNA in them. Like there's certain things that my mother does that I do. Like if I was never raised by my mom, never had even interacted with my mom. I have a strong inclination that I still would do m- these minor, these minor mannerisms or these idiosyncrasies that she see, had. I don't believe that way. I think it's because of what you're around and what you see. So you, you would be the nature versus nurture conversation, classic psych- psychological conundrum, which is fine. I mean, think about hanging around with someone and then you pick up their lingo. Right, but I'll give you I'll give you another example. There was a uh, a set of triplets. Uh, ended up getting adopted by three different families. Did the same thing. Had like uh, named named their pets the same like some weird shit. And this has happened Genetics. numerous times with twins, triplets, quadruplets who have been separated. That's happened more times than than science or more times than regular people would like to admit. Science likes to say this is not an, is no longer an anomaly. But there is the nurturing side of that. If you grew up. Same shit with the white kid who grew up in a black neighborhood and quote unquote talks black or uses that vernacular, uses that slang. That's what he's been nurtured by as well. But I'm simply saying the things that your children have seen are either going to it's either going to be aligned with that. My dad is telling me all these things and he's doing those things. So I'm going to observe and mimic 
a lot of those things. I'm going to jump in there. That was one of my questions before we got Dave's questions back in. I was thinking the other day, if you've ever seen Scarface, a man only has two things in this world. Two things. Two things. His word and his balls. Yep. Right. How much does your word mean to you? Ooh. This is actually something I've been thinking about as of late. Because over time, I've I've gone away from that. When I younger, of course, after seeing that movie, yeah, I was just like, yeah. It was even before then. If I said it, I had to do it. Yeah. Now I've been lax. I don't like it. You're you're laxed on the expression or yeah, the action. Follow, yeah, following through with what you say. Why? Because there's no punishment for it. Mm, there's no is there's is there's no immediate punishment. That's oh. probably what it is. It's, okay. it's like it's like most of the stuff we live on this earth. Like if you're a Christian or you right. ba- Christian Christian base, right? Okay. Yeah. There's no punishment for breaking all these fucking commandments. Not a one, right now. And if you believe in a higher power, then your time come, you're gonna be fucked up. But you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, if you murder somebody and don't get caught, meh. Well, here's you know what I'm saying. If you lie, don't get caught. But I think that that here's the thing, right? So even if you don't believe in God, right? If you're an atheist, right? There's still the law of reciprocity. That what we call karma. There's an energetic. That's a different belief, though. Well, no, no. The Bible talks about karma, actually. That's cool, but you just said if you don't believe in even and, if you, but even right, if, but you're saying that's a belief in itself. Karma is a belief. Well, so, so that's what I was about to say. Based, you know. So science is still cause and effect. It's that's what I'm saying. There's but cause and effect is not is different from rules and laws. So, mm-hmm. for example, cause and effect. If I bash somebody over the head mm-hmm. and cause them hemorrhage, they die. Mm-hmm. That's the effect of my actions. There's also causal and effectual uh, issues that you have for you. That's what I'm saying. Th- there are, if you go across all religions, there but, but, are universal. But you just said if somebody was agnostic. Listen, hold on. If you go across all religions. Let him finish. I'm going to let him finish. I ain't got a- shit else to do. I'm a- just smoke and let him finish. <laughs> Atheism, even if I'm an atheist or I'm agnostic, that is where you have, if you ask them. Slide. You don't Slide. have to talk, man. He can't hear you. So if, so if I if I talk to a physicist and they say there are causal reactions here, so uh, the the law of uh, and I'm fucking up the law, but if you let something go at this at the, at a certain angle, it's going to its force is going to come back at the same amount, the same force, so much so that I can let something go in front of me, and it could be a, a hundred pound weight. That thing is going to stop right in front of my face because there's a causal reaction to what you're doing. In that same space, if I kill somebody, yes, the cause was my whatever that action was. The effects was that person is dead. Even if I'm never caught, there was still a cause for me as well, for me, for why I did that. I was angry. I was scared. I was whatever. The effects of those are going to be psychological, which can cause physiological issues, there have been people who have not been caught, or if you look at somebody like George Zimmerman, who was acquitted of all charges for murder, and his downward spiral, despite all the money he was making, all these, he's still having all types of issues. He, he's talked about not feeling safe and all these other different types of things that come in there. There's still effects. You still are going to pay a price. There's still going to be karmic energy that is going to come back in that space. Michael, Andrew, you are stating things that aren't that can't be proven you are stating things based on your belief system not okay you're saying hey george Zimmerman, based on you don't know what he believes you're saying hey you're talking about action versus action and reaction i get that Mm -hmm. but if i'm a person who does not believe and oh that i'm going to be punished in a way that frightens me for the actions that i take Mm -hmm. it may not have the, re- the reaction that you saying that is going to have. That's what I'm saying. I do not disagree with you mm-hmm. as far as cause and effect. Mm-hmm. But if, if I don't believe in karma, then karmic energy or karmic, karmic action can't happen. You're talking about somebody who's being agnostic versus talking about somebody who, you know, who actually believes. Once again, and that's what I'm, I'm, I'm expressing to you. Atheists still believe in something. Atheists do. Agnostics don't. Well, the, if I'm I'm agnostic actually, so I believe right, that there's one a higher. Of them, then atheists don't. One of them believes so, that there is some, a higher being. The other one does not believe in right. shit. No, that's not what they. That's and that's all, my 
my former manager was an atheist. We had many a conversations. They do not believe in dogma. They do not believe in that there is this. He does not. My brother's an atheist. Okay, so then there's different forms, and there's okay, different forms. Okay, so of now we're, so, so let's just so, excuse that. So, so I don't want to get into okay. your being your your mind is not going to supersede mine, no, and no, mine's no. not going to supersede no, no, not, yours. You said let's leave that. So we we remove that. Let's I'm saying it. if I am a scientist, when you start talking about cause and effect, you're saying you're talking about things that cannot be proven, right? That's what you may mention. No, of? I said you're talking about things that can't be proven in terms of someone else and what they feel and what they believe. Okay, so, when you talk about science. When you was like, hey, if we push this and then this, you know, inertia comes back. Mm -hmm. I, I agree with you. So in psychology, we can study for people who have not been caught for a. Now, we can't talk to, to people who've never been caught. Right. That's a different experience. But there have been people who have gotten away with with murder. We have people who had justifiable killings. Right. So we know what the cause and effect from a psychological standpoint is for somebody who was justified in killing somebody. We do the not know that. Michael Andrew, we don't know what they think. We speak in generalities on the show all the but, time. But in the terms of what we're talking about, you made a statement saying that, it. oh, there's still a cause and effect in a karmic way. And we're not talking about karmic ways. We're just talking about period. So You're talking about let me, society's influence. Let, let me You're change my language. Let me, let me spiritual change my language. Influence. Let me change my language then. There's going to be... There are going to be effects, however we want to look at these things, from a psychological standpoint. And I'll, I'll, I How will. How can you say that? There are studies, and I'm I'm super into psychology. So right now, when somebody, you can and you can say that I'm wrong. This is your belief system, so I'm not saying you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay, cool. Studies show when what, some. What studies? We're not going to do that. Okay, so there are. When you study somebody from a psychological standpoint, psychiatry, or if I'm talking to somebody who's dealing with depression from or uh, traumatic experiences, a murder, even in defense. I'm not talking about somebody who went on a, a, a killing spree who's a sociopath. Right. There are there's a context for that. I'm talking about a person who has killed somebody else. OK. Out of anger. May have gotten away with that for 20, 30 years. There are psychological papers and profiles over these people, and they've talked about the impact that that has had on them, both mentally, both emotionally, okay. physically. So you're, you're, you're saying Michael these Andrew, things cannot I'm, be proven. Michael, Andrew, you're talking. All right. Okay. Let's just take this, this, this okay. situation you just said. Mm -hmm. We do not know if that person had a spiritual background. We do not know how they feel. We do not know how they think. We do right. not know if they're socially influenced. I said cause and effect. I, you said karma was not a good word. I said, let me change my language. You said cause and effect, which I agree with you. Okay. If I kick this table hard enough, it's going to move because okay. the cause and my power is going right. to move. We do not know if that person's effect is, is based on just because they got away with it or that we... we most of the time in which I would believe that, let me rephrase, I believe that that would happen based on you being influenced by something, either socially or spiritually. So, if you do not give a fuck about socially and you do not give a fuck spiritually, if you are a sociopath, that's fine. <laughs> that, no, I just want you to understand how rare that dissociative, it's not even called sociopathic, it's dissociative The disorder. argument was that people are going to feel a certain way. That's what you said. Because I said that, you don't know. Right. And so I'm saying we speak in generality and when I'll let you go. We speak in generality because the human condition as a whole, for people who have survived and had to do things that are justified. Listen, you are justified in killing this person. We're, you got away with it. You're, you're, saying, talking, you're talking from your studies and that's what you believe in. <laughs> But Tone, we're talking like all I right, said. All right, I'm over it. Well, <laughs> I really don't want to hear it. Well, you're speaking. Okay, fine. Like, so uh, what? What's happening is, is that because the whole time I've been listening to both right. sides, we're saying the same thing. <laughs> at the end of the day, the initial question was, why do you feel the way that you feel about not believing in right? Because I've been punished. Right. 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 And so. You begin to uh, theorize or uh, use a certain level of psychology or, or knowledge base, which is not something that isn't incorrect. But the bare bone question is, hey, why do you feel this way? And he's saying, 
because I personally, right. for me, have not been punished. So, so wait, yeah, go ahead. So in theory, what he's saying is, if we were to duplicate a hundred Tonys, mm-hmm. or there were other people who had that same ideology, right. why is that thinking? Because I have not been punished. punished. There has no, okay. there has been no ramification from my from what I've done thus far in life that has dictated. Oh, this is my punishment. This is my effect. For Wayne, let me ask you a question. You have, if if I may, sure. Uh, you have diabetes, right? Yes. We've talked about that. If you don't take an insulin shot, you have, or, or medication, or or medication, right? Because I'm type two. Okay, type two. How long does it take for if let, let's say you missed your your medication by an hour? Mm-hmm. Are you going to go into insulin shock? No. If you What's the max amount of time that you could take without having that issue? I have no idea. Okay. So, right. It, so. It, it would depend on your, it would depend on body mass. It would be, there's all, a lot of different variables. There's all variables, Thank right? You. So, so, no, no. So, let me ask you, what I'm saying is, okay. is even though you may not feel the effects immediately, mm-hmm. those effects happen immediately. Sure. That's all I was saying. But, right. There's but the, always. Wait, 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 Don't say anything. That's all I was saying. That, so, even though you may not think you're being punished. No, effects have started to come into late, play. To, Michael, Michael Andrew, okay. Michael Andrew, he never said that. I he, never disagree. He never, he never I, disagreed. I, I, in fact, I agree. Right. I, I said towards so, the end of this that we were saying the same thing. You know, I what, said no, at the beginning of this we wait, were saying the same stop, thing. Stop. Okay, stop. Ahead, stop. Listen, because what's happening is is that he said one thing. I asked a question in reference to what he said, and then you took your ideology okay. and ran with it. Yes. yes. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. At the end of the day, though, mm-hmm. you can say one thing and it could be true. He can say one thing. And, and it's it true. Could be, right. Right. 100%. Right. Or, or whatever. Right. The, the fact of the matter is where there's discourse, where you guys are going for 15 minutes on one topic, is because there's nothing to prove. You don't have to prove anything. 100%. Right. Just like... Tony's saying, I'm not trying to prove why I feel this way. I'm only saying this to say this is how I feel and this is okay. why that I feel the way I okay. feel. That's it. Cool. Nah, there's some shit to prove. Yes, but we hadn't gotten that far yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because we were in the midst of trying to discuss why is what and what is why. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> to the next question. To the next question. Uh, what are <laughs> wait? Did you guys answer the other one? We did about we we talked about walking and talking. No, dressing. no, no, about your word. Oh, because uh, you asked me why did I feel that you know I've gotten away from yeah or I, I went yeah. away. Yeah. Um, I feel that I'm very much so of what Michael Andrew was discussing earlier. Uh, <laughs> the cause and effect the karma the energy the i don't i don't understand what's funny right now me neither uh, i don't i don't get it what's so funny michael yeah, Continue. What's, what's funny i'm listening continue. But, but you start laughing yeah wayne please continue what, so what's funny man so i'll continue thank you that's so a, that's some bitch shit by the way okay <laughs> so i'm very much so aligned with his reasoning of thinking about how things occur um and also understanding that in my life, I've been very cautious about how I treat people for just that reason mm-hmm. or the things that I do because I want to be mindful of them. But your word does not always. All right. So what I'm hearing is your word is towards other people. It what, doesn't necessarily always have to be. C- correct. Okay. Right. Which is the enigma of your initial question is because I can't really argue that. Because if you feel that way and perpetually, if that's a cycle that you've been enduring where something happens and you haven't received or there hasn't been any reciprocity reciprocity to your knowledge of the things that you've done, then I can't argue that. Who's talking to the mic? No. Who's talking to the mic? Who's talking then to the mic? Anyway, listen to the playback. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So, back to the... So, you're saying that not the qu- I wasn't asking the question you asked me. 
I was asking about you. You were asking about the initial question. Yes, the yes. word. Yes, the word. How do you feel about your word? Is it my word is my bond? Is it? That's what I feel. Okay, that was my question. It yeah. wasn't my question back to you. Yeah, got it. That's just for me though. That's just for me. Why? I mean, historically, that's worked out for me. <laughs> does it make you feel better as a person? Yes, as a man, it does. It gives me a sense of moral capacity. It gives me a sense of understanding about myself because I feel as if if the things that I'm doing are reactionary to the things that have been occurring in my life, that will be continuous for me. My bad. No, 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 you're good. Okay. Michael Andrew. Uh, yeah, I think that, like I said, my perspective for what I was uh, speaking on before. No, no, uh, no, not that. And my word is no. Okay. <laughs> What I was speaking on before is exactly why my word matters to me. I don't have to speak to anybody else. There's cause and effects for me. Mm -hmm. For me personally, when I do not keep my word and my word is my bond, it is a currency that I can withdraw from when I've said that I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. Uh, what are the principles of being a man? Shit. Right. <laughs> wait. <laughs> some wait. good-ass questions. We, they are great questions. Uh, general specific, uh, dead air does not. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. On, on, I'm, I'm on trying show, to, he gave like a, a, like a sub question. So read it. You can go ahead and read it. Um, generally specific or low that was numerous special applications across a wide field. I don't know if this was for that. Okay. Read it again. What was the initial question? I, <laughs> right. I forgot it's, already. What are the principles of being a man? So I think what he's saying is in general, like Michelangelo. Uh, Let's go. We'll start with you. Whatever your foundation that you're setting it on is. I mean, there's I can't tell you what your principles are. What are yours? Uh, to one, be a man of integrity to and integrity by the. The definitive side of that do i have foundation can i stand on who i am and what i'm talking about uh to be true to who i am no matter how many people are making fun of me or are diminishing what i'm doing and what i'm what one of my principles now is stop talking to like to to people stop sharing what it is that i'm working on stop sharing where i am why is that because Tangent. Most people don't care. Other people um, are either envious, jealous, and are going to diminish what you want to. And the third, some people are just thinking too small. Other people will say that they're going to be there for you, and without having the honesty to to actually know what that looks like, to inquire what yeah. that looks like, and to follow through with what that looks like. And also, they just don't know what the fuck is in your head. So, like, they say all these things about, like, I'm going to be here for you uh, while you're working on that. Yeah. And then that doesn't happen. And so you, cre you can end up having bitterness, discontent, all these other different types of things because of it. Two things. Two, Two things. things. Two things. One is going to, I need you to go after Michael Landry, but I want to go on a tangent real quick with what he said. Sure, sure. Because uh, it's going to lead me to my other question I was thinking about. So when people say, do you think that that's a two-way street when people say, I'm going to be there for you? Because you yeah, mentioned it could lead to resentment. Like, should you tell them what that's like to you? Or should they inquire? Or is it just like, oh, we just, you think that they're going to be there because, like you want them to be? Based on what you believe that to be, if somebody volunteers something, if oh, you say, well. if, if if you say I'm gonna be there for you or I'm gonna support this, nah, I'm not asking you no questions because you were the one who initiated that that context. What does support look like to you? If you can give me an example, it doesn't I, have to be. I true can't one. anymore because okay. I don't. I honestly do not know anymore. Like, like I, I don't know. I I don't know. Huh. I, I to. To piggyback on that, I think um, on the latter part of when Michael Andrew was naming uh, those proponents of things that why you don't share, why you don't give people uh, those inklings of your ideas and your intellectual property is because I don't think people have the, the capacity. They're not able to 
process things the way you're able to process things. So sometimes it's for not. Like, why am I even discussing? Because you're excited. Maybe, maybe you want them to feel what you want. You know, you, it's like you, you, you can, but then that's naive. Is it? Yeah. That's not, that's not emotional discipline. All that stuff we be talking about being emotionally disciplined, when your exci- excitement is an emotion, do you need to be excited for an idea? That's questionable. But if you want to share that with your close friends and family, you know, the people that you're closest to. Because you're excited, that's dangerous. That's not being emotionally disciplined for me. For me. Okay. Because your family knows you. That's, I remember being in network marketing and coming to my family. Hey, I want to, and I'm working on, and I'm super excited about this, but we know you. So you're probably not going to stick with this. You're probably, can you support? Because I'm working on, I'm not even, this isn't even an idea. I actually went and spent the money. I got the product. I got, yeah. can you support? Well, we know you. So their perception of me is maybe this small or this narrow. Mm -hmm. So Very narrow for the people listening to podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it may be extremely narrow. So if I'm talking to them, that don't mean shit to them. So I I share something that that I'm excited about with the people that I love and care about who immediately disparaged and uh, minimized that, not because they they had anything malicious in, intended yeah. but because of their experience of me so it would have been far better for me to say listen i already got i already got 50 people that i've worked with 50 customers i got 50 people who are under me yeah. here's my check for five thousand dollars just wanted to know if you wanted to to be a customer i don't even want you to be a part under my team yeah. like we i don't want to mix business and family or whatever your perspective is so for me for to me it's about me being emotionally disciplined enough. If it's an idea, until it's come to market, it's, it's an idea. Like, so those ideas are, are limitless potential, but they are potential. So until action is initiated, that yeah. shit don't mean shit. Right. And all I've done is I've created a wordless, a wordless bond that has no value. If I keep on coming to people with ideas and there's no execution on it, who gives a fuck? And after a little while, I'm going to be like, oh, okay, that's great. I'll see you in six months when you got the next idea. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. That was a, yeah. Anyway. You got to protect it. Well, not anyway, not to diminish what you're saying. No, I was cool. just saying, I understand. <laughs> um, so, principles of a man. Uh, <clears throat> this is tough. <laughs> And I say that because fundamentally, I think we're all still, at least us three, we're all still growing very much so in our manhood. So um, being a, being authentic, it, and Michael Andrew kind of alluded to it in one of his points, you know, being your authentic self all the time not wavering from that, um, that's very important about your self-awareness. Um, learning how to forgive yourself as a man. Forgive yourself and for what? For the things that you do to yourself. Bad decisions, mistakes? Is that yes. what we're talking about? Okay. Yes. Because I think as men, we, I don't know if it's ego or pride or a, a culmination of both, it's something that will eat at us if we do something that is outside of our character or if we do something that is not suggested for us originally or it isn't our authentic self. But we're still growing as human beings, as men. So we have to learn how to understand ourselves and say, I forgive you for that, but now we have to move on. Because what happens is you build up all this resentment, you build up all this pain, you build up all this anguish, because you think like that I'm supposed to be me. Like you fucked up. You can, you're not supposed to do that shit. That shit was stupid. That shit was dumb. And what's happening is, is that you're diminishing your own self. You don't even know it because you're not giving yourself enough leeway to say, okay, I do fuck up. Where, where can I improve? You have to be able to have that wherewithal with yourself to know this was a bad day. Okay. I was not where I was supposed to be. I need to be better at me. Sounds like right a good now. qualification of being a better better man. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, 
So just those two things primarily. Two, two things. things. Hey, that worked out. It did. Good job, guys. Um, I will take you know based on what each of you guys have said. My problem that I've gone back and forth with over the last four or five years has been does a man take the world on, you know, on his back? I think of our leaders, right? Or black leaders, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther the King, Malcolm X. Right. Uh, you know, those, those, those names no come Martin Luther, King. Martin Luther the King. Should you ride for the greater good or should you ride for just you and whatever, whatever it is important to you? And in that, you can pick out your principles. Because to me, I'm looking at, hey, man, I see a lot going on in the black community. Which direction should I go? A, I should pick one. Either way, pick one and go with it. But B, I'm like, I see a driving down the road day in, day out. Yeah. And you guys have seen it. We've been together. No matter what, I can shoot you guys a text. You know, people act ignorant as fuck. Yeah. And it bothers me. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I don't want to. It was one of those things where I never wanted to really be involved in a gang or if I were to go to college or fraternity. Yeah. Because I don't want to be account. I don't want to have to be accountable for the, for the, you know, yeah. for this dude next to me, not Michael Andrew, but this dude next to me. Yeah. That does some, or me, me said, too. Yeah. you said what? I said me too. Oh, eh, but we on the All Man Podcast, yeah. so if you say some shit, I'm, I'm there. I told you, man. I'm motherfucking De Niro and Sleepers. <laughs> I, got, I got the tickets. I got the tickets. <laughs> and they, they tone. I need you, bro. <laughs> get, in the, get in the motherfucking car. Get in this fucking car now. If you got bodies, hey, we'll worry about that mental shit later. Um, Gotta get you off the hook. Um, do, but, you, do you ever, it's, it's funny you say that, and I don't want to interrupt your nah, thought. Nah, go ahead. You, Michael Andrew, have you ever thought about, and I did. I didn't mean to, but I did. <laughs> Perfectly fine. <laughs> Michael Andrew, quickly, have you ever thought about joining a frat, a game, or some kind of organized group? Yeah, I mean, I was a basketball player. I mean, we that's the thing is we we do like for me, I did that um with the basketball. That's I, a different brotherhood reason, though. Yes, and it's still a brotherhood though. I think that that's the thing is you just find you find the people that you frequent, um, and there there's guys that i grew up with that like we were in church together yeah you know it was it was our it was our crew yeah you just give it a different name right. like a, a, and we weren't doing we were doing illegal shit actually we, just, <laughs> we weren't funding bad anything boys, we were doing boys. like in church we were doing church. fucking petty sh- we were i always say petty like, we larceny were, had we <laughs> known we could have got paid for recording our shit and putting it on like the internet we would have been jackass Oh, before man. Jackass, because okay. they were doing I would, and I was always just the like Steve-O this is <laughs> no, I wasn't Steve. I was like I would have been the cameraman. Like oh yeah, y'all yeah. niggas is dumb. Like but this shit is fun, funny as fuck. Like I'm right. here, still record. Um, Jump over that now. So so I thought about I thought about joining a fraternity when I was uh, my first year of college, partly because the whole basketball team was planning on making that move as well. Um, Gangs just weren't prevalent in Texas when I was young. I think that I potentially could have been very influenced by a gang had it been had I had access to it. It yeah. could have been a very different, a very different life. But um, yeah, I think. And now as I get older, like I said, I just I've become from 27 to to 38 much more of a lone wolf. I go places by myself frequently, much more out of comfort now than I do. Uh, then I feel more comfortable by myself than I do in groups. It's a one man wolf pack. Yeah, it's a one man. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead. No, go ahead. You were still going. No, I was just saying that it's it's interesting that you have that perspective in relation to. Go ahead. Ide- ideology. <laughs> no, only because here. I lost and, and it. I lost and it, it. And it. No, it's all right. I, I'll bring you back. Okay, cool. Just jump in whenever. Thanks. Throw um, it up. So I, I I would struggle with that. Yeah. And I'm saying, man, I know if I just focus on me, and I mean really focus on me, I can be all the shit that I've said on this show. And that like, that's the point that thank you for bringing me back. Mm-hmm. The decision that you proposed, whether is it for the greater good or is it for yourself? Mm. Now, 
being for the greater good, I maybe I could be. Rem- I mean, it's, you know, I don't believe in altruism. So being for the greater good, <laughs> I know that I'll, I may be remembered. But I also want to see just like starting this podcast. I was genuine when I told you guys. And I think you guys think that's how we all were. Yeah. We wanted to do it to help to, to meet people like David. Yeah. Right. And say, hey, to man, have conversations to have with conversation. Melvin. Yeah. With Melvin. Yeah. With other people Melvin. like ourselves <laughs> and, right. and help them think differently. Help. And they help us. Yeah. And we, you know, touch the world. Yeah. So uh, just to read a quick comment, Fairy Lux uh, six six six. I know the name now. Uh, right, <laughs> Tony. Please forgive me if I spelled your name wrong. I am not my brother. I am my brother. So uh, she says, as people of the motherland, we're all connected. You know. So uh, I hope I said that right, Fairy. I I think I said it right. Uh, she said, for yourself equals uh, for the greater good. And actually, that was a perfect segue. Because, I don't know, because I'm not segueing. And I still got some shit. So, what I think people, and I appreciate that, by the way, I think our greatest leaders essentially sacrifice themselves. And and I was thinking that, too. I think they sacrifice themselves. But I'm not sacrificing shit, Tony, going out and getting his and taking care of only his now, when, I can take a, when I can take care of much more what i'm what the now in theory i think and this is just for me this is just my thought i think that they made a conscious decision after they thought about themselves their sense of awareness what they want to live for what they want to die for who they want to be as a person which are which are uh, the principles is that the question was original question from the 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 principles of uh of of man what you were saying now yes which is completely full circle to your segue question so i don't think there's one without the other there is a uh facade which will give people to say oh you have to choose no 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 what you're doing is you're making a decision about self first right it's a fork in the road right you're saying i know i can either go left or i can either go right Left is going to lead me here. Right is going to lead me here. Okay. And for self, you have to make that decision first. Even if you're doing it out of the quote-unquote greater good, you decided to sacrifice yourself. You have to have that sense of awareness before you can make a decision for yourself about yourself. You cannot say... We use car analogies all the time, clothes shopping all the time. When you go shopping, it's very seldom, unless you are with great, great means, and even people who have great means still say, I like these cars because I saw them on the expressway, or I like this because I saw it in the magazine. You made a conscious decision to do a little research, and then you went to the lot and you bought it. As people, we're not just, we're not as stupid as we think. We, we do act stupidly. We do act in ignorance. But it all starts with us first. Mm. You make that first decision, that decision opens door A. You make the second, door B. You make the second, the third, door C. You're making the decisions. But you have to be intentional about your decisions. You have to be intentional about what you want. You have to be intentional about the doors that you open because remember, whether you think you're doing it for the greater good or your mama, your daddy, your wife, or your you're still doing it for you. You're right. You're you and um what's her name? Mary? <laughs> That's it. Say, Thank you. I'm about to say with the six 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 huh? Yeah. <laughs> you and Asmaret. How yeah. about that? Um I appreciate that. I really do. And hopefully other people can share that because so, I've struggled. And that, would, and that would be an excuse not to do anything. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what it is. So now, because I've struggled with like, okay, I wanted to be married. And I was like, and then I didn't. And guess what? That's okay. Yeah. Now, my karmic, my whatever, the, what'd you say earlier, Michael Andrew, my karmic, Energy, know, or, energy, whatever the fuck coming yeah. back on me. I felt guilty for certain things because society or my faith yeah. said that I should. Yeah. Because I kept hearing. But me as a person, 
even felt bad about that. I'm like, damn, I'm trying to be, and this is what this is my personal belief of why a lot of people are in therapy. Yeah. Why a lot of people are feeling depressed or down. Mm-hmm. They're trying to be something outside of clinically being deemed that. Even then, I think the road to that is trying to having an idea of what you should be versus what you actually want to be. Mm. But you keep going to this sort of fork in the road saying, I'm going down this path. It ain't what I want to be. I don't have the passion. I don't have the drive. It ain't my true desire. I'm but I be- keep trying to force myself to be this person when I really want to. If I want to be a fucking dirt dog, you know, whoremonger, that's what I should be. If it's going to make me happy and if it's going to better me in the long run. I got one life. It's mine. Yeah. Mine's with an S. What Michael mm-hmm. Andrew brought up um, my ailment earlier, diabetes. Mm-hmm. Diabetes. And diabetes. The sugar. I got the sugar. So um, <laughs> so the funny part about that is, is what you're talking about in correlation what he was asking about. A lot of people don't know is that chemically, when your sugar levels are out of whack, your glucose is too high or too low, it directly affects your nervous system, which directly affects your neurons, which is a sensory for your brain. And it can put you in stages of depression. It can put you in stages of downness. It can, right? But guess what? I shouldn't have ate that fucking cheesecake. I should have took my medicine on time. I should have been exercising when the doctor said, hey, listen, Wayne, you're this right now. You really need to be watching your intake. And at that moment, discipline should kick in and say, Doc, you're right. You're right, Doc. But discipline doesn't kick in. You know what happens? Your mind kicks in and it says, I mean, it's just a little bit. I can, it's just a little bit. The rationale behind your own mind sabotaging you, it's only going, you know, it's like, come on, Doc. And the doctor's like, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> here, here are the levels right here. This, this is your sugar when you came in. This is it now. I, don't, I didn't draw this. This is from your blood. So full circle, and again, to Michael Andrews' point, the things that we're doing are impactful whether we see them or not. Agreed. And the things that we want to know more about because we haven't had the experiences with them yet are still out there to be questioned as they should. Uh, 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 and, and, I'll, and I'll end on this note. Uh, a pastor, when I was frequenting church as a young man in YPD, which is like a youth, people, a youth people group in church, you know, um, we had like a guest pastor to come in and he was like talking to the youth and, you know, it started to get serious and they was asking direct questions about God and what should I do about this? And he, he literally just said, just stop for a second. What do you believe in? It fucked everybody up, bro. We in church. We in a little chapel inside of the church. And he asking us, what do we believe in? He's like, you don't have to make anything up. You don't have to say what you think is right. Tell me what you believe in. And it was so quiet. I was quiet. Right. Because it's so hard sometimes for that independent thought to kick in. And, and, and that's part of being a man to me. That's part of the principles of being a man. Sure. Pick what you believe in. Sure. I will, you know, stand on this. Yeah, Shoulders like General Mills. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Call, pet, blue, right. <laughs> Call it blue dog shit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Shoulders back, eyes up. Look yourself in the mirror. My man. Don't seek out anybody else. And pick a, pick a, you know, pick a path. Be disciplined and go with that. And like Michael Andrews says, I don't, don't care about who makes fun of you. Don't uh, care about who agrees with you. You have to be happy and self. For sure. Uh, Michael Andrew, Derek, our boy, Derek, is it Derek Gracie? Yeah. He tells his kids, what, he goes through these monologues with them. And he's like, if in the event, he literally says this, in the event that I die and I'm a race from this earth, who's coming to save you? And they automatically say nobody. Nobody's coming to save us. And he said, so who's responsible for you? We are. 
great question. I'm gonna steal. I that see shit. it. I'm gonna use well, it. Goddamn. <laughs> so let me read some comments because Ferry uh, Lux said you was preaching Wayne, um, and you better preach this evening. Lord, um, Lord, Lord. Uh, she says self-centered is my favorite word, and I think I understand where you were, where you were going with that. Let me make sure I'm um, enunciating. You mentioned that earlier. Uh, great becoming, yeah. Great becoming greater said even when you're doing something. For the quote-unquote greater good, it's root-based in self, which is negative or positive. The person tilts the needle in one of those two directions, but initially it is self. I mean, it, I'm sorry. He said he means it isn't self. Who's that? Uh, good becoming greater. Okay. Try Shout it. out to you. Thanks, bro. That's, that's the handle? Oh, tr- oh. Man, say that shit, Will. Uh, he said, <laughs> he said uh, y'all preaching like some Baptist bishops, and uh, he said he learned it from you. So shout out to you, Tom. Lord, Lord. Hey man, thanks for throwing it in my face. At least one of these motherfuckers didn't do it first. I learned it. I got it from watching you. <laughs> I got it from well, watching you. About, he was talking about the, I think the the self. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I appreciate that, man. I, I I don't know if I needed that. If it's divine intervention, it makes me feel better about the dumb shit I'm about to do later. I'm kidding. I mean, as long as we we need to know if we need to stay up a little bit. Yeah, yeah man. I'm saying, bro. Asleep. Um, <laughs> it's late night with the All Man Podcast. Yeah, uh, y'all got anything else? Are we hitting the after show? <coughs> uh, I think we got a little bit of time for the after show because we don't got the the key. Yeah, tonight, so yeah, because it's hot in here. Yeah, it's definitely hot. Yeah. Um. So hopefully we've answered Dave's question. If you if you feel different from us, please let us know. Please let us know what a what the principles are of a man from your world. Yeah. We, I'd like to know. I'd like to meet new people. I don't have to agree with you. don't have to agree with mine, but I'd like to know just out of curiosity. Yeah. Uh, like Michael Andrews says, pass this on to seven of your homies. Ask the questions. Just give, you know, at our all-man podcast. How about that? Yeah. Um, hit us up, our link tree, uh, allmanpodcast at gmail.com for our email. Uh, I don't have anything else. Um. This has been the All Man Podcast. I'm Wayne. Hashtag, we're getting the fuck to the after show. I am Tony Davis. Michael Andrew, the brand. We out this bitch. Yep. And we out this bitch.